You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 82. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So, turn up the volume in your car. This is a good one. This is going to be a fun one. Put on your earbuds. Time to get, you know, your steps in. This is a good, good one. I actually have a tea next to me, so... If you want to join me, get a tea, get some water, get something healthy to drink, and let's chat. This episode, okay, this episode is an episode that we've been thinking about a couple of weeks, and it happened because of circumstances. Let's just say that. Circumstances made this episode happen, and I asked a guest to join us at the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, and he gracefully said yes. And I did record some bloopers. Maybe someday we will share those because they were funny on how we prepare prior to podcast (laughs) interviews. And we are going to have a chat about recognizing someone who is fake and how to deal with that. But before we delve into that, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is being brought to you by our Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this short quiz and find out. This is for anyone who is interested and is already in the Orisha traditions. Find out what is your style and how you can work with your style as you are immersing yourself into these traditions. It's good to know where you are so that you know your challenges and strengths to help you get there faster and with less bumps and scrapes on your journey. Find out if you are a confident hunter or a chary traveler. Go to arishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the button that says quiz right in the middle. Take the quiz. It takes a few minutes and watch the video afterwards, which will tell you where you are at and some of your strengths and areas to improve so that you have a smoother road in the Arisha traditions. It's very exciting. Take it. Be honest and enjoy your journey with our Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Awesome sauce. I can't believe I say that. I do say that. With that, I would like to introduce you all to this guest before we even start getting into the nitty gritty of what this podcast is truly about. I asked Richard Evans to come onto the podcast and I met him within the Arisha Wisdom community. And then like he does, 
he has made a couple of friends and he has always been there and I remember him when he was a yawal and everything and he's been through quite a journey but enough about that I will tell you before we get into all of that he happens to be an artist so if you want Orisha beaded stuff you know that's a dude that you can absolutely go through I have seen some awesome stuff and guess what the dude sews beautiful things for the Orishas so hmm enough about that Richard Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Please, please tell us a bit about you and who are you and all that good stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I need this. Um, I am uh, Chango. Uh, uh, Chango. Going on four years in September, um, I was found in New York City, Florida, uh, in the Pimienta, 10 years. Um, wow. I work in the fashion industry, uh, so... Ah, uh, that's where the sewing bit goes in. Uh Uh-huh, gotcha. Yeah, it's funny. It wasn't until I made OJ that I actually started sewing. Before that, I actually worked in fashion. Um, and then, funny story is, I go into my research, no, anything you did from your hands. And it went from me making $10 for myself to feeding studies and things and, and now doing dolls. Um, so I'm not, I'm very grateful for the hidden talent I didn't think about having. So um, it's just it's very wonderful that, you know, now I'm in a place where I can use my, my the gifts they've given. Um, what else would you like to know? Um I know you're initiated, but we couldn't hear you because you were going in and out. You sound a lot crisper now, but how many years as a, an initiated priest do you have so oh, far? Uh, right now, three going on four. It will be four in September. Cool. And I know you said Onichango. Go Pepper. Everybody's going to know what yes. that is. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm not Pepper. I thought I was, but I'm not. But anyway. There goes that. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. But it's okay. I still like pepper. We're good. I understand. We're good. Thank (laughs) you again so much for for accepting this chat. And let's get into why we're on this episode. I still haven't finalized what the title is going to be. And I know that I kind of told you earlier, but even in the notes that we were sharing before this interview, I have proposer and priest reactions. I still haven't quite figured out how to title this, but let me, let me give everybody the background that we already know that we're about to discuss on why it is that we are here today. Okay. So once upon a Saturday, this happened on a Saturday. I know that because it was my family movie night which is every Saturday, my phone was blazing. Bing, bing, bing. It was ding, 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 ding. And it was like, you know, and I will totally ignore you because we're watching a movie. And this was during our movie. However, the Orisha Wisdom Community's admin started messaging me and he has priority. If something is urgent, I will always look at his stuff. And he messaged me that someone was claiming to be something that sounded fishy. And that I needed to look into the Facebook group right away. Mind you, movie time, 
I, I mean, that's not true because I do look at my phone because I do IMDb and everything. I want to know who's the voice, who's this, and which actor is that. So I will look. But other than that, I really try not to. And I went into the Facebook group. And, of course, you know, there was this person because they, they told me which person to look at. And there were some cool messages. I remember, um, Orisha, this Orisha is great or in a, in a great introduction of what, you know, he was into or not into. And I bypassed all of that because everybody shares their, um, whatever they're comfortable with. And I let that go. Then he said something that raised flags in all kinds of places. And what he texted in all kinds of places, but this was the one that did it. There were many, but this was the one that did it for me. And it said, he said that he was just crowned. Now, at that moment, I bypassed all of the other messages and I knew that there was something wrong. And I remember responding. I don't have the exact response, but it's actually still in the group. We decided to leave it there so that it can be a learning piece. And I remember responding like, well, if you did crown, congratulations. But I am concerned because every house in every tradition will never let some yawo on the mat still to be on social media. So I'm just kind of like, that's those are some really progressive godparents if they're going to do that. And he responded that he didn't need to do that because he was famous. And I remember, I know, I know, I know. So that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm in the middle of movie night. This is not right. And mind you, it didn't happen right away. And when I look back is when I see the interaction of him with other priests. And then we're going to discuss that. So we are going to go through this piece by piece. But you are the correct person to go through this. And I guess everybody's about to find out why. So let's talk about what happened. What happened? Okay. Um, I met this individual uh, pretty much, you know, through Arisha Wisdom. Um, He had messaged me, oh, I want to say almost a year ago. Um, and was telling me, you know, he was interested in learning about the religion and things. Well, actually, simple question. Um, the relationship grew um, until he was like, look, I'm looking for a mentor. And we had, by then, started speaking on the phone regularly. You know, I was telling him, you know, hey, you know, your ancestors, you know, that's always the start. They'll lead you to whoever will guide you the rest of the way. Um, so... Uh, he decided to ask me, he said, uh, will you be my godfather? So I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I'm, I'm three, and I'm, somebody's asking me to be their god, your godfather. So I was like, okay, well. And I made, and I have to admit this, I made a novice mistake. Um, I was so excited that I just ran to Shango and like, Baba, so-and-so wants me to be their godfather. Um, Baba, do you accept him into the, the Ile? And I asked that question. Said, uh-huh. <laughs> and I say, uh-huh, because of the way the Obi felt. Um, 
and then asked, well, will it be erased for this person to be in the elect? And Shango was like, yes, it will. So I'm like, okay, so that was all I needed. I didn't think to ask any other questions. So I tell him, hey, check with Shango. Shango said, yes. So he's like, well, what's the next move? So I explained what the next steps were, you know, the candles, the cocos, you know, all of that. Stop. Wait, um, wait, just one second. So for clarification, you know this person face-to-face, not just online. Yes. We okay. met we wanted to, to clarify. Just to clarify. Um, because he wanted to get a reading. So okay. I said, I'll take you to my godfather and allow my godfather to read. Okay. Uh, because, of course, my godfather has many years above me. So, I, hey, I'll let my elder read you. Um, and plus, this way, you know, because you've told me entirely too much of the business, I don't want you to think that, you know, oh, this reading is coming from something that I know. I want you to see that the reaches are real and they'll speak to the show. So you wanted him to be read by someone who is unbiased. Yes. Perfect. Okay. We just wanted to make sure because I know you said you met through the community, so it just wasn't established if it was face-to-face just yet. So yeah. Go ahead. Um, so he had the reading, and everything looked great. Um, and, of course, you know, there were some things that he needed to do, and then he was like, okay, well, be my God. <laughs> so I was like, all right, um, I'll check the Shango, which I did. Um, and everything was going beautiful. Um, and he got to the point where he was supposed to get his Alekis and his warriors, um, and we had planned a date for everything. What mm-hmm. ended up happening is Omnicron hit, and we were like, okay, wait a minute, no. We're going to chill for a second because that's going to be a lot of people in one room, and I'm not trying to get sick. I don't want my godfather sick, and I don't want my godchildren sick. Mm-hmm. So we're going to table it until we know where this is going. Uh, which was okay. He was like, all right, we'll, we can do that. Um, but can I get a definitive date? Um, no, because I don't have a crystal ball, and the Reese's haven't said the exact date that I'm the crown that's going to leave, so I kind of got to leave it up to them and how things work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we were okay with that. Um, we, I had a death in my family, and then my best friend had a death in her family, so I had to go out of town. Um, he called me to ask me, can I do him a favor? And I said, well, look, I'm going out of town. I'll be back the night before you need this space. Um, so I can go ahead and try to, you know, find wiggle room um, to get this done. Now, just to kind of give some back this, in the midst of getting one to gotcha, I ended up with six. Dang. So it's like one kicked open the door and the rest of them ran. Gotcha. So it's like, okay, everybody, you know, I start my godchildren off with, we work on you first to make sure you are in a good place while we're working with your agent. Because Correct. if you don't deal with you, what are you bringing to them? Correct. You're working on foundational uh, things first. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, and they were all working on it. We had classes where we sit and go over things. He was a shining star. Like, always had a gem to drop. You know, always a word of wisdom for everybody else. Um, hindsight, I kind of realized now it was more on a, hey, pay attention to me moment. 
because I've read some books, so I need to kind of share this knowledge with you, and I need to be the center of attention. But I was looking at it, he was excited. Yeah, and, and we like, want that. I mean, I think the excitement of someone is important. Now, yeah. fast forward. Let's fast forward. There were a lot of things. We're not going to go through all those red flags just yet, so don't talk about those yet. Let's fast forward to that fateful weekend. Okay. So fast forwarding to that. Before that weekend came, because I just want to make sure we all know, January the 18th, which was two days after helping him with that that uh, favor he asked for, mm-hmm. at 1.16 in the morning, he left my email via text message. Okay, so this is for everybody. So he left your ile via text, which is not the appropriate way to leave an ile anyway, but he left the ile on Friday. Just to give everybody context, everything that we yeah. are going to talk about happened the next day. Yeah, he, so left, just, on he left on Friday. Tuesday. So that was Tuesday the 18th, January the 18th. Oh, I thought it was Friday that he left. No, that he left January the 18th. And by apparently Friday, he was fine. Oh, well, he told us it was Saturday that he got crowned. Oh, you know, potatoes, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he, he left my leg without a leggy, warriors. Nothing. So basically, okay. So now you 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 know this individual. You know him personally. So I'm looking at the calendar. That's why I was quiet for a little bit. So Friday was January 28th, okay, which which coincides with everything. On the 29th is when everything happened. All hell broke loose for a bit. And he goes, and that's when he says, and you didn't know about it because you were MIA. You found out about this, I think, the next day or the day after that. I was working in Ocha. Yeah, so you you were not available. And all of this is going on. And mind you, my admin and I, thank you, Will, I love you so much. We were like, what are we going to do? And what we watched is somebody to say that they got crowned. Now, we normally will not question that. If you say you're crowned, you're crowned. However, if you're saying you're crowned and you're just on Facebook right after crowning, I can tell you, I know many houses now, and in many traditions, even in Isheshe, they're not going to give you a phone. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be on social media. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. New York is awesome, isn't it? Um, So they're not going to give you um, this kind of leeway i have i heard of of times where you are on the phone yes um you may need to speak to your children or your grandma or whoever from far away maybe an emergency something happens something happened it's usually a call or a quick um you know text to settle things but not social media and my godmother called my kid for me and brought the phone just to the edge of the, the throne and said, are y'all okay? And they said, yes. She said, okay, fine. Meet the Yawolo and hung up. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Um, there are some instances that depending on how flexible the godparent is, 
they will allow a call or something, but it's usually more family related, spouse, children related. You understand what I mean? Or something like that. Um, okay. So not that you're going to be on social media. So for, I want you to know that this was, there were many other flags. We're going to talk about it, but this was the flag that flagged us all that this was probably not a person who was legitimate. And, and that's why I don't know exactly how I'm going to title this episode because it's a poser. It is somebody who posed as something else. And we, we were, you and I were just talking about what I'm thinking about titling this. And you're like, well, I think that's a little, okay, let's just actually go quickly into it. So the title that I'm considering right now, as of this moment while we're recording, could change, is Spotting a Fake and How to Deal. And what was it that you told me? I said, I think the word fake might be a little hard. Oh, well, I know. In this situation, yes, because there's a mental. We're going to talk about that as well. But the reason why I use fake is because is he not posing as something that he's not? What is that? That's the picture. So, but then the latter part, which we're going to discuss. Okay. So now we're, we're dissecting the story. Then before we get into part two of what we're going to talk about, let's actually, let me make sure because I think, oh yeah, we're going to add this in. Before we get into part two of why this episode came together. Let's talk about other red flags that happened because I'm going to tell you some of the ones that were brought up to me and not just by my admin. I told you my phone was just ping, ping, ping. It was pinging. It was a pinger, yeah. a pinger phone. Um, it was pinging every like couple of seconds. I'm like, what? The? and it's more than one person. There are priests there. There are aborishas. There are alleges like there's something really weird going on. You need to take a look. And I ignored everything. I'm like, I will deal with that later. But here's the thing. Here was another red flag. He said, "Um, I am a mambo. And what's the other one? The male version of that? Hugan. Yes. So I am a mambo and a hugan. Now, I had not seen this. Remember, I am watching a movie folks. I didn't see it. What's the problem with that statement? Well, you can't be both. Bambos are female initiated priests in Fudu and Fugans are male initiated priests. You can't be both. You have to, you know. Does sexual orientation matter if you're... So it just goes by your genitalia basically. By what? Yeah. Okay. So that was exactly what was brought up to me. So I saw it and I remember I skimmed through it because that's not the one I was looking for. But he said, I'm a mambo and I'm a hugan. And of course, I'm not initiated into voodoo, but I do know that. Unless you're a hermaphrodite and then you're mega cool. And I'd be interested in finding out what's going on there. <laughs> and, um, I want to know how they initiate that. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That, that's I don't, I don't want to look underneath the sheets. I'm just saying that I'd like to know how they would deal with the hermaphrodite. However, that's the whole point. So that was the second flag. A second flag that we saw. The other flag, which was the major one on part two, we're going to talk about in a moment. But there are other things that 
when we talked about this, hindsight is twenty twenty, and they, you said, I wish I would have noticed it then. What were some of yes. those? Um, I remember at my godfather's ultra birthday, um, of course, I'm always early, and our children, he got there a little bit before me because he was further away, and when I finally get there, we're sitting down, we're all talking, and he looks at my godfather's pocket, and oh, father, when I get initiated, I need glitz, I need glam, I need to shine, I need to bling, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking at him, and I let him get it out, because we let our godchildren so that way we know where their mind is at. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't know if that's what you really want to do. He said, why not? I said, because one, you don't know who you're going to be in, you know, who's going to be going to be crowned to. I said, um, you know, you can want all that glitz and glam and beauty and then you could get initiated as priest of Obatala and told you mm-hmm. you know, or you can be a child of Okun and, you know, everything is so I said, don't worry about that part because that's kind of the end game. Enjoy the journey. Um, and he's like, yeah. And then he said to me, I already picked my ultra name. And I said, well, that's not your job. And he said, huh? I said, your godparents are. And they get, they have names. And the Oba, you know, Ajibona, we all work together. That's a collaborative effort. You are a baby. I didn't get to come out and say, my name is going to be Richard Evans. Um, I said, my godmother and my, uh, my Ajibona had already came up. And I am blessed to have been given the name with the meaning that I hold dear to my heart. I totally appreciate that. But remember... It's not like you can also tell him of how that happens either. And so you're not going to do that. Now, I have some thoughts about that. Um, the one superpower that I can tell you I own is that I can go back to my mindset of being an Alejo and brand new, and I can look at things that way still. I can tell you that as an Alejo, I think it's part of that growth fun of hoping or wishing or visualizing what your initiation is going to be. And mind you, half the time, nobody knows if they're even going to get initiated. But just the imagining. What about it gave you a red flag when you know pretty much every person goes through this imagination setting or period? It was, it was too dead on what he wanted. Mm. He had specifics that he had already chosen. He was picking in his head the Orishas he would have. It was very, I need you to do it just like this for me. And uh, I, get I want to be crowned this, and I want this obscure Orisha as my secondary parent. But he and doesn't know. Did you consider that he doesn't know? I actually did, and we had a conversation. Okay. And I didn't go into detail what was done, but I said, we don't get to pick and choose the Orishas on our head. There's a problem. Yeah. Your head is marked, whether it be by a Babalao or the Orisha, 
Um, there's a specific place. And when the time comes after you have taken the steps to get there, then that's something we can really delve into. So right now, Leo, working towards your niggas and your warriors. Enjoy that journey. This is where the learning is. Yeah, I agree with this. Okay. Yeah, even, okay, so I'm trying to think back. So I remembered, in my mind, I've always said this, I was going to be a child of a yeah, because that's what I was, and nobody could get me out of it. And, um, (laughs) because, you know, that's what I said I was going to be. And I knew that I wanted this and I wanted that. However, I knew that my name would not be picked out by me. I knew that a lot of the ceremonies, and I didn't know who the other, you know, Arisha would be, the other accompanying Arisha and all that stuff. So I knew those things. And what's interesting is that you said that he's been with you for a year or so, and in between while you're still holding classes, and these are fundamental classes. And I really do think that talking with brand new people about what they are expecting or what they think is going to happen, we're not going to tell you. So sorry for all you new people. We ain't going to tell you what's going to be in the ceremony because believe it or not, we will be doing a disservice to you if we do. You have to walk through it. And even as much as you think you know, when you go through it, you're like, oh, dang. And it's not like you're going to be able to see anything anyway. I will tell you that you're not going to find nothing. <laughs> so the truth is you'll find out what happened when you attend somebody else's Ocho because you won't know what happened in yours. <laughs> like, the funny thing oh, with me is when I found out I had to, you know, crown, I, first of all, it was unexpected. I was minding my business, taking notes for my godmother, and then it happened. Suddenly, they're picking dates and times, and I'm like, wait, how did it wait, go what? from her reading? Yeah, what's going on here? Come on. Yeah, it was like I was so lost. I was like, wait, no. My godmother was getting a reading. Next thing you know, Shango is saying one thing. Y'all are picking names. Then my name comes up, and now they're talking about I'm getting crowned. I don't know what's happening. Um, And then then castings need to go, and then, I mean, it's it's still a process, so it's not like you're going to get crowned right away. When we got ready to get my, when we talked about getting my head, you know, uh, marked, I said, okay, I'm going to be a child of Oshun. FYI, stop for a moment. Stop for a moment. For all of our new people, what does that mean to get your head marked? Well, um, getting your head marked is when you either are taken to a Bagalau or an Olorisha to find out what Orisha you will be initiated. Perfect. Thank you. It's just for my brand new people. They may not know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I... You know, I got excited. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a child of Oshun. And then we, when I come in, y'all can play the song from um, The Wiz, Golden Gold. I just because I thought it was going to be like a huge party. It dipped me in the water like they do in the church. And then all of a sudden, you put a crown on my head, and I'm looking all good. And everybody's, you know. You can't see down. me, I but had, I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> I, I had this huge, like, grandiose thought of, of what, you know. Crowning, because it said crowning, and I'm like, okay, crowning means royalty. So I'm thinking the huge ball, food, dancing, the whole nine yards. Um, I want you to know that that's not a bad thing either, and I think that that's part of the process of going through this, that you will go through what you think it's going to happen, what you've seen, others, what you've heard, and you're going to combine it to a story in your head. I still see nothing wrong with that, actually. I think it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it's fun to daydream. Definitely fun to daydream. Um, but my godmother, when I, I'll never forget, I came in and into the, um, into her house. I, yeah, 
okay, let's get the planet. These are my ideas. This is what the Alpha Children, she said, Sasa, uh, she said, I know you're excited. But yeah, from this point on, after we mark your head, you mind your business. I tell you what you need, you bring it to me. And she gave me, she gave me a little list and said, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that was that. And I was like, over. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know nothing. For real. But, you know, then a New Yorker came out. I'm like, yo, wait. So I'm going into this blind. And that shook me for a second. Because I've never done anything blind. Yeah. But I, I trust my God then. Yeah. Um, so I walked through it. And I, I experienced every moment of it. And I learned from that. So I always try to instill in my God children. That moment, I'm going from Aleo to Aberisha, meaning you have your warriors, or, you know, Olokun, uh, however your lineage goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to being and getting your head marked and becoming an Olorisha. There is beauty in that journey. There is so much good. you learn. I think it's good if, um, this is a whole new topic whatsoever, but we could skim through this. I think it's good that as priests, we remember that aspect so that we don't like, hey, shut up. You're not supposed to be hearing that. You're not supposed to be saying that. Mind your business. Let me be the godparent and you just do. And I think we need to let them go through their 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 world of wonder. Because I Definitely. think it's part of it. The funny thing is, if they go through that journey, they're able to point out faith. Correct. And if you have a good relationship with that godchild, then you will you will accept them. They will feel comfortable enough to tell you this is what's going on. And I think a gentle, you know, nudge of I understand that this is what you think, but we're gonna have, you're gonna have the experience that you're meant to, and everybody goes through that. And let's kind of walk you over here to kind of I could think it's our job to kind of steer it back, steer it steer him back. Now let's get yeah. back to your your favorite dude. Um, he's not your favorite dude, by the way. But in this conversation, he is. What about that was such a red flag beyond the, I want a grandiose party, I want a ball, I want this, I want that, I want mimes, I want pantomimes, I want balloons. Like, what was this that gave you that red flag? Like, if I see this again, I will recognize it. It went from dreaming and imagination to demand. Okay. And I quickly shut that down. Very quickly. I said, no, that's not how any of this works. Um, I need you to understand from the moment your head is marked, you are then told what you need. FYI, your tradition is Lukumi, right? And in Lukumi, it's a little different than Ishishi. In Lukumi, when you get your head marked, it is usually done as a promise to the Arisha that this person's going to crown. So when a lot of you brand new people, I want to know who my Arisha is. You're not going to know that until you are very ready to make that commitment. But if you need to know, correct me if I'm wrong, you are all children of Obatala until that day that you are told which Orisha will be crowned to you. Correct? Definitely. Perfect. Absolutely so I correct. wanted to, to settle this in there. Um, okay, now, we're going to go back to the Facebook post. I need that music. 
By the way, I've been starting to get sounds and I'm like a five-year-old. It is so hysterical. I need the, the going back into time. I need to get that sound. Um, okay. Well, we discussed. I, wait, wait, wait. Before we get there. Okay. Before we get there, because we're going to, we're about to go to the second part. When he made this statement, remember, he made them all within a day. I'm a hookah and I'm a mom boy. I'm here. I've been here. I'm studying this. I'm studying that and blah, blah, blah. And something happened that made me very, very sick as well. And that is how the priests reacted. Now, was your comment going to be related to the original post or related, related to this area? Uh, both. Uh, that's why I said wait, because I kind of I yeah. had an inkling. Okay. So I want you to explain a little bit about this. Okay. Oh. What do we, one, okay. I think today have never seen that. I was blocked. You blocked him? I, he, he blocked me. Ah, so um, you didn't see the post. Okay, so let me explain what happened. So, he sent an email with the same exact stuff to somebody else, but I never saw it, so they would have went off on my phone. That's a, that's so, okay. That that's why. Okay, so when I spoke to you, no no wonder you were totally out of the loop. All right. So what happened was is that at this point, I'm still watching a movie. This is before I I came into it, and he's going back and forth with not just regular people. At this point, is priests. And he starts arguing with them because they're like, wait a second, who's your godfather? And um, how could you be crowned and be on text, like on, on social media? Like that does not happen. And that is where a lot of the back and forth. And when they were questioning, I understand that we are human beings and we all must respect each other. But there are certain things that in these traditions, if they ask you that question, it is not like they're asking you for your social security number. If they ask you who's your, the name of your godparent, if you're crowned, who made you? Who crowned you? When were you crowned? Where and what, when, what date? Or at least what month? You know what I mean? And what's your Orisha? I didn't ask... You know, we're not asking what path or very, I mean, we're talking simple, um, uh, like, resume things, okay? This is like priest resume things. Um, what, uh, who crowned you? Uh, what lineage are you? What's your Risha? How long? And, you know, maybe who's your Ajibona? Who's your Oba? Stuff like that, right? When they were starting to go in that direction, it went crazy in a matter of seconds. And he was very disrespectful to the priests. But then, here's the part. Then the priests were disrespectful right back. And that's the aspect that made me call out to you. Because it wasn't just about him. We, we could all tell that he was lying. At least the priests. We all knew. But remember, we have brand new people watching. And we have brand new, you know, or at least um, semi-warm aborishas. <laughs> you know what semi-warm is. I really like yeah. Arisha and I have, you know, whatever, but they're not quite totally in. Okay. 
they got the one foot in the water and they trying to figure out the There one. you go. <laughs> so you got the, the, the lukewarm. Okay. So you have a, a guy who's got something going on. And actually, I'm going to write this down because we are going to talk about it. And what we found out, which I was really disgusted, is some of the way that priests who have years and years were talking to him in that way. Who was right? And the, the little note that I put here was mental health. There was something going on with him. And it didn't take a genius. I'm not a doctor. But you could tell that there was something not right here. But what boggled my, my noodles, my noodle in my brain, is that the priests then started calling their priest friends and inviting them into the group so they could join in the fight. That right there, that made me feel very sad. Because as priests, we should know better. And that's when I reached out to you. Remember that? I was like, oh, I'm not I happy about this. Do. I so, definitely do because I didn't find out till Sunday. I know. And when I found out, I found out because he popped up into an Arisha centered prayer group as Baba Mama said, Mama Tama Baba. Yes. We were supposed um, to do the dance if you're going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we get rid of Katrina. So I just, I just lost the ticket. It was like, oh, oh okay. So when I saw the name, Immediately, the alarms are going off, egg going in my ear. I'm like, oh crap, okay. Damage control, because I went straight to my business mind. So I'm like, I need to deal with this behind the scenes to clear this up. So I had messaged the moderator, told the moderator, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Sent her a text message. He's not an uh, initiated priest. She sends me back. Oh, well, there was a big uproar. In Arisha Wisdom. Well, I'm like, crap. Mm -hmm. So then I reach out to someone like, I need you to find out what's going on. Please block me. <laughs> yeah, because of then course. you won't be able to see. That's why he couldn't. you couldn't see. Okay. Yeah, so then he turns around and tries to find it. He couldn't. So then it worked its way to the moderators and you, which then everything came to light. Um, while I am upset about his behavior and very disappointed. My thing is, we were initiated. Correct. And we were charged to live with people. Correct. And that means that in that, even in difficult times, even when going up against something that is abrasive, something that hurts, something that is rude, something that is disrespectful, we have to leave with love. And everything that I had gotten the little screenshots that I did get, I was like, okay, wait a minute. I have to say something, but I need to do this in a way where I'm addressing the negative behavior on both ends. So I need to clear up, it's not a priest, but I also need to be like, okay, this is not the way we go. So I decided to make a post where I, you know, basically said, hey, this person was my godchild. He left my business state. Um, you know, there was some issues there. I, you know, we showed the talk role. I would actually pray for him rather than attack him. Correct. I remember you did that in our community. I don't know if you did it in others, but you did that in mine, and it was beautiful 
I think that it spoke volumes. It was a it was a decent sized post on I understand. I think that, you know, let's let's pray for him instead and not, you know, attack him. I think basically that's what your post said. I remember that. And honestly, I thought that was very big of you because normally when godparents um go through something with a godchild, the first instinct is to attack that godchild and to, you know, to make him let this 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 person know that um they embarrassed him. And you did not do that. And I took something from what you just said that I literally put a star right next to it. And it was, we have to lead with love. And I think a lot of priests, this actually is going to segue into some of the other things that are coming on. Because a question that we had that we were going to talk about is, let's talk about the way that we treat others. We, meaning priests, treat others who may be wrong in the traditions. And we should talk about how priests' actions and words affect others, even when the other person is not doing something correctly. And what you said is like the perfect segue, because we have to lead with love. And I think that a lot of us, whether it be through stress or, I don't know, personality, ego, a whole bunch of stuff, we don't lead with love. We lead with love when everything is great, but when things are not great... We lead with other things, like what I saw in that group. They came to attack him. I've never had 30 priests request access within an hour, ever. That has never happened. All because yeah. they wanted to, to kill him. They wanted to do a public execution. Do I think he was right? No, obviously. But do I think that the way we behaved as priests was right either? No, I do not. Do I think that he disrespected priests? Yes. Do I think that he was disrespected by priests? Yes. So this is, like I said, a difficult conversation that we should have with our brand new people, but we're not having these types of conversations. So let's talk about priests and how they treat others and all that stuff. We could start with this or any way you want. This is open because I know you and I have discussed this at great length. I'll, before I go into this specific, I'm going to generalize some of the things that I There has been a decline in respect for human beings. Hold on, wait, because I can't hear you. You got you dropped a little oh. bit. So a decline, right. you said? There has uh, been a decline. Yeah. Okay. There's a decline in just the respect of human beings within this tradition. I agree. Apparently, from what I've noticed, your ultra age is outruling your experience as an adult. Correct. And your feelings as an adult. There is a level of respect, like with any religion, that you give your elders, your, your you know, religious leaders. But your religious leaders are also charged with giving you respect as a person. And what I'm noticing is a lot of priests are like, well, I'm your elder. 
So when I say ghosting, you can't say anything back. And you shouldn't have a feeling about it because I'm your elder. Correct. But I was initiated when I was 38 years old with children living on my own. So as an adult, I couldn't comprehend another adult speaking to me in a manner that did not feel respect. If I speak to you with respect, I speak to you as a human being. I honor the person that you are as far as your title goes. I honor the reason that you Please remember that I have life experience. Correct. And that has earned me the respect as an adult. And I think sometimes we take for granted that these people have life experiences, these people have lived however many years, to the point where, you know, they have some knowledge. We didn't walk the same roses. Some people have gone through hell and back. Correct. And survived it. And some people have walked on lilies and roses and, you know, always smelt the flowers along the way. And there's things that can be taught for people that walk those rough roads that those people that have had these wonderful blessed lives never be able to understand. And that's great. That's great. But still, I think what you said is... I'm going to bring up something you said, which is not in our notes, but is something that we talked about while we were preparing for this. And uh, you said something. Um, You said something that actually touched me very, very deeply. And you said, and we're going to probably go into it a little bit more because we're going to talk about ego and bad behavior as priests. But you said something, and you said that it may be up to the newer priests in order to fix a lot of these errors that have been done by many generations of bad priests. And ouch. And I know that's like ouch, but you may be onto something. I know for a fact that there are some priests that if I question, they'll eat me. I will be omeletti snacks. And I now don't. I will not. I will not tell you about it. I will not talk to you about it. Nothing. And we're talking major elders. We're talking people that now they've built up that persona of I am an elder and you know nothing. Shut up and do. And um, I don't think that's what spirituality is about. I really don't. But let's go back to the topic of how we treat others will affect them. So I know we're just generalizing. This is not everybody, by the way. But I want you to hear and to listen that being in these religions, in these traditions, in this religion, it's more than, I want to know which my Arisha is, and I can't wait to, to get initiated. And if you're there, honey, that's okay. Enjoy it, because that's a great, great time to to dream, but there are other things that encompass our traditions. And these are things that could be your red flag. So if a priest does this to you, that's your red flag. So keep telling us about 
the way we treat others as priests, you know, if, if we treat others who do something wrong? Um, one of the things that I do notice happens a lot is people forget different lineages do things different. And there's always the quick, you're wrong. That's not how it's done. And it's a, it turns into a huge debate where somebody has to be right, somebody has to be wrong. Instead of there being an open dialogue. Oh, wait a minute. I never knew, you know, uh, uh, Coral did it differently than, than Pimienta or Epusha. Agreed. You know, it's almost like I'm this lineage. You're the only one that's right. Anybody who does it other than is wrong. Um, What do you think about the way that that will affect the other person? Now, I know another priest, we have our own battles as priests. Like, I'm I'm up to the point, and I'm like, oh, so that's how you do it. Okay, well, we do it this way. You want to join us in this way? Because I'm, I'm not offended. But I know some people who will do that. Now, let's talk just changing one aspect of it for dealing with the newer people. It, in my mind, and from what I've seen, it literally turns them off from the religion. Because they didn't come to the religion for the beauty of people. They came to this religion for the beauty of creation. And they look at us as representation of people who have received these arishas and should be carrying themselves differently. If we are acting like Joe Schmo and we're just being regular degulars, how are they supposed to look at us as being different, having elevated? We talk about elevation in this religion so much. We talk about lifting people. But if you haven't lifted out of the spot you were in from the moment you got initiated to control your tongue and think about someone's feelings and learn to communicate properly, there's an issue. And I think it has come from the previous godparents saying, shut up and follow me. You don't have an opinion. So now they have carried on the tradition of shut up and follow me. You don't have an opinion. I agree. I um I absolutely agree with you and sometimes we as priests so in defense of all priests everywhere I'm going to be devil's advocate we sometimes do as we as has been done to us which is just what you said so we teach in the manner that we were taught and I've spoken about this. I don't know if I spoke about this in the podcast. I have no idea anymore. But um, I spoke about this somewhere on how um, I had a really, really, really bad, bad event. And to this day, I call it the event from hell. To this day, I call it the festival from hell. And I think about it and my insides begin to recoil. It was so bad, and I was exhausted. I was beyond my limit, but in that, I did not behave as well as I could have. I was, I was just beyond my limit, and um, I, I think I was pushed to the max, and I had no nothing else. And I remember, and I talk about this. If she hears this, girl, I love you. 
my god sister asked me um actually uh, it, it was something that was needed and a hand of obi was needed but she was closer she says i'll do it and she did not hand what was supposed to be handed and i was so just beyond annoyed i was like i said not my best and i basically like this is how you do it and i yanked the 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 plate the dish the calabash and i grabbed all the pieces and this is what you hand them not what she was going to hand and she told me something after the fact richard this broke my heart as a priest i was like you know what i can't do this anymore and she told me you know you made me feel like shh and it ends with t <laughs> Okay. And she's junior, she's more junior than me. Not by much by a year, but still. And I realized that is not the way to teach because the way we teach the younger priests will stay with them forever. And I could have handled that better. I understand that I was exhausted, I was to my max, so I should have taken care of myself better. But this is something I think as priests we need to figure out. and to deal with and to learn how to deal many priests what i'm noticing is that they come with their trying to think i'm trying not to sound so mean but here we go they come with their egotistical biases and they get initiated that, that way hmm i don't find that to be mean at all that the honest truth but it sounds really bad and it's like well you know i was the sh before and now i'm going to be now even bigger sh <laughs> i'm trying not to curse i'm trying to be the the badass you know now i get to do that But with ocha if they came in the big s and now they're the bigger you know s either way the s thing This is true, but it also comes to show that everybody, me, you, everybody, we need to continue to work on ourselves. But here's the difference though. Your moment was not the same thing. It was still bad. You had a moment of growth. You recognized it did not continue. Richard? With a lot of Richard, I still yes. think about it and I still apologize to her. It's been years. That's why you're different. That is why you're like dirt. But that's something that you have to kind of come to terms with and say, okay, I had a moment. I was wrong. I've learned. I won't do it again. And the fact that you still feel bad about it is why you'll never do it again. Because you acknowledge you hurt somebody and it made you feel bad. That's true. But with you and them, that is that they don't that's the way that this is supposed to be and it's almost like and this is not just from personal experience but i will add my own experience i'm sure you know this as well very well it's almost like they think that they're gods on earth they are untouchable because they have x amount of years and you don't so you don't know anything so you shut up and when i saw this happening i literally saw it happening with comments and the fights that were going on and i left it all there we closed all the comments so that people can see and then we talked about it afterwards but as priests we need to keep in mind 
this is where the person is. We can tell that this is not a priest, right? Like we could mm-hmm. all tell. But attacking him and getting your friends to come attacking him because I am Baba or Iya so-and-so is not going to change that situation to any better. And we had literally a spectacle going on. And we as priests should have known better. Here's the thing, like, a lot of priests need to stop and think, when did the abuse become the abuse? Nice. I'm going to write that down. Literally, with a star. Keep going. I have heard horror stories from many of those same priests talking about their time as an Aleo. Their time as a Yahweh. So that if you went through that, at what point did you now get the privilege to do that to someone else? And why is it a privilege for you to do that? Is it like okay, it's a what do they call it with um with 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 gangs and not gangs um like initiation with <laughs> initiation yeah but hazing when did we hazing, start hazing? That's right. I don't know, but I can tell you that's the proper word for it. And I can tell you, I can tell you many, many stories, some that I've seen with my own eyes on how this has played out. And priests, I think, have a habit of talking amongst themselves, making fun of the younger or the aborishas, and they're saying it, this is a teaching moment. It's not a teaching moment. You're making someone feel bad. It's going to get back to them at some point or another. What is the effect of what's going to happen after they hear that conversation? And that's what people are not getting. This is where they miss a teaching moment allows the person to grow. The beatdown moment stunts their growth. I agree. And And it's not, it's not a teaching moment at all. And that's the thing. So I, maybe sometime in the future, we will talk about certain teaching moments that have happened to me, but not now. And some of those teaching moments that I've seen, some I've experienced were never a teaching moment. It does not teach when you berate and you belittle a young, a younger priest It does not help them. I really want all the priests to hear this. You're not helping. You have to find another way to teach. Because here's the funny thing. We all, we're always telling them, stop reading books. Stop using Google. Stop watching YouTube. Find a priest. So we know they're coming in deaf, dumb, and blind when it comes to this religion. So clearly there's going to be mistakes made. I agree. And if, if we don't acknowledge that, how are we trying to guide people? Or do we want ready-made priests that come in knowing exactly what needs to be done and telling us what to do? Or are we supposed to guide them? This is something that I've seen, and this is not in our notes, but try to rack your brain to see if you've seen it, because I know you're not new in our tradition. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. There are some priests who come in with really altruistic, you know, a beautiful heart. But something happens along the line that they become jerks. Started out great, but they become jerks. There's almost a transition of, well, now I have, you know, 20 years in Ocha, 30 years in Ocha. Now 
I'm the I'm the stuff. Something some some somewhere along the line it happens. And what I'm noticing is that it happens more often than not. I what do you think is going starts, on with that? It starts the minute they're no longer the youngest person in the room. They're no longer the person to their needs. That's that's doing the work. That's when it starts. Because now they get to sit back with the cool kids and they get to stick at someone else. I don't care how old I get in this religion. I will still carry buckets of water and carry Anna, well, you know, the, the grunt work. I don't care if I got to pluck chicken until I pass out. Because that's what got me here. And I didn't forget my journey. And a lot of them have let go of the journey and forgot the beauty that got them there. Oh, you know, Oshunas brought me this. Oh, Yamashai has brought me this. Oshango has given me this. But what were you doing to earn it? How did you get to their good grace? And how do you plan on saying it? You know, don't forget your humble beginnings because we all started off in humble beginnings. We started off with bees around our neck, coming home with our, 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 our warriors, our guerreros, and having to have our godparents tell us where they have to go and what to put on them. We didn't come ready-made for this. Unless you were born in this, you know, and... And even if you were born into it, you still have to be told from the beginning. You had to take care of the shrine. You still had to bring food to the Egun shrine. At least that's what my kids do. They got to do it. The funny thing is... (laughs) They got to get the calabashes. They got to get... Go get the apple. Go get the honey. Go get the... (laughs) They're my go-get. Go-get. But the beautiful thing is, the newer generation are the people that weren't raised in this tradition. Correct. And they're the ones that are coming in with fresh eyes, a new aspect, a new vision. And they're like, no, this is all inclusive. I have seen it be a race issue. Correct. And that in itself is a whole nother story because the Orisha chooses the person. Correct. Yeah. We've gone through this before and maybe we could talk about it again. I got so much hate mail um, when I did the trouble with color because there were people who are saying that this does not, this is not for white people. And I had to bring up, you know, certain, a certain person who without her, we wouldn't have the Oshun Grove that we do in Africa. Sorry, we needed her. And when I found out, I was all indignant. <laughs> so it's true. Orisha chooses the person. So, okay, we have this. We talked about ego and bad behavior. An issue that I think is also going on. For all the priests who were there battling this dude and arguing back and calling him an idiot and doing all that, there was more. I didn't read all of it. At that point, I started skimming. I think another issue that is happening is that there's no one above those elders to check the elders. Because not of those elders. I know we did. And now, it's almost like, there's a, on YouTube, the legend, oh, what is it called? The legend something. And it's like different R&B things. And basically, there's like the, they, the legend town. And it's all these, you know, legendary singers, and they're talking about the newer things. We don't have 
we don't have, you know, the the uh, Obas like um um Oshugat Ibaya. You know, where are the people like him that he would teach you while doing there are many who still do. I think what's going on is um, many houses are able to act independently of each other. They all pretty much do. So there's no elder who will check those people. And here's another piece to that. There are elders who think that that behavior is okay. So they are not going to check anybody on bad behavior. When are we stop going to thinking that years in culture equals the greatest ashe and start looking at the character of the person and the quality of the ashe? I, I, I don't know. This is because why I think we need to, as priests, have more of these discussions. I respect you in your ile. I know you you converse with other priests of different houses, and there has to be that respect. However, we also need to remember that young people like the guy that you used to have, he's going to come with his own ideology and his own things and then other issues, and we still need to do our best to keep ourselves in check because how we treat them will impact them forever. Yeah. It definitely will, and it'll it'll help them to choose whether this is a tradition for them, or they're going to go someplace that's easy or something that's solitary. And the thing is, I think some people have forgotten this is a community. Oh my God, you read my mind because I was screaming. I'm like, you can't do this by ourselves. Like, if we could crown people by ourselves, then why do we have to always get together? And why does it take? Hands to do we need that. We need the energetic thing. And I think this is why we need to remember. I, I'm going to say this. I, I think that this is just a scratching of the surface. Literally. I don't think we've even dug deep into the topic of the priest's treatments to others. And we left it as blank. I just put younger younger priests, and just younger people in the tradition altogether. I think there's a lot to discuss. I've seen some things firsthand which are disgusting in our traditions. I have seen, I would, I have seen oh, go ahead, go ahead. I would add, not just the younger, but how they treat each other. Exactly. I have seen the ones that are equal in age that have gone. Absolutely. I've seen that. I've seen actually, you know, that, um, I've, well, I, I did not see this, sorry, but I heard of almost fist fights on who was older than who. I'm like, are you kidding me? Who cares? You know what's funny? My godfather told me before I ever get into a tussle, an argument, or a loud disagreement with a priest or a priestess, understand that I'm not just arguing with them, I'm arguing with the Alicia and Dad. I don't know. And I've heard this opinion. And of course, I will respect what your godfather has taught you. I don't see that. And the reason why I don't see that is because unless the person, the way that I see it is, if the person is mounted, you're definitely arguing with that Arisha. However, 
I do see that you have to be respectful of them as an individual. And I used to think that, and I thought about that recently. I actually wrote that somewhere, somewhere. I'm not going to look for it right now because you're going to hear all the flipping of pages, but we need to start, which goes into the very thing that you first said. We need to start respecting others, period. And what I wrote down somewhere, it's somewhere, is that we're a child, we're all children of Olofi. Who the heck gives you the right to crap on one of Olofi's creations? That's right. And that actually, um, I wrote that down, and maybe one day I'll, I'll share it, because it's going to be very, very vulnerable sharing, but I'll share that little piece. No one has the right to crap on or to step on anyone else because they themselves are a child of Olofi, of Olodumare, of Orisha. We are made from the divine, dang it. And I'm starting to kind of change. I'm so sorry. I'm just, let me just finish out this thought. I'm just starting Mm -hmm. to change my point of view that it's not, that you're disrespecting that Orisha. It's that you're disrespecting the creator altogether. And I'm starting to see that. And that has kind of opened my view just a little, my eyes just a little bit wider. So again, I'm not knocking what your, your godfather said. It was just, I guess, a moment of clarity that happened that I'm like, it has nothing to do with what Orisha or how old they are. It's just that they're a child of Olofi. They have divinity amongst them. Why, why would I step on that? I want to add to what my godfather said, because I was about um, Some of these people are messy. And my godfather says, so. think of it this They got initiated to keep yourself in a positive place. Always fix your data reach there. Even if they're not mouth, fix your data reach there. Because what you say, what's running through your mind, if Oshun was standing there in front of you, Oya was standing there, Yamuja, Chango, Ogun, would you fix your lips to say it the way you were going to say it if they were standing? Nice. So I agree. it's always to have the thought that the Orisha is there in front. I agree. And once you have that thought in your mind, you check yourself. You might be angry, but there's a way to say it. I agree. And, and I think it, it is sad that you have to say, okay, pretend there's an Orisha on somebody's head so that way you can speak to the property. I get what you're saying. I, I, okay, you know what? Now that you've said it that way, I can absolutely, I think that's, a more, that's, a, that's an easier visual to, to get. I, I, I'm, okay, bloop, I got what you're saying. Yeah, because when he first said I had the whole Scooby-Doo face head to the side, I get it. And he, and he had to break it down, and I was like, oh, and don't, don't get me wrong. I have earned, and it was a well-earned moment. The first and only one I got, well learned. Yeah, but this was a good teaching moment as well. And that's what I mean. Now, so another thing is, Orisha's not here to punish us. So if you do slip of anything, they're not going to be like, you see, pop out to you, pop, pop, pop. Now I'm going to punish you. And I'm going to take away your car keys and I'm going to make you homeless. It doesn't quite work like that either. I think Orisha knows 
our many of our humanity flaws. And how do we know that? Because especially us as priests who got paired with an Orisha, they they are working with us with our flaws. And for those of you who don't have Orisha marked, you're all children of Obatala. Believe me, that is the Orisha that you want in your head anyway right now, because he's gonna love you and be 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 wise with you and be patient and be all those things that you absolutely need right now. Don't you worry about it. I honestly think that as priests, what you said, just, okay, I'm going to change it just slightly. If you do not know what this person has crowned, imagine Obatala on their head. I guarantee you, you're not going to be a jerk. That's right. You understand? And I think that's a great way of looking at it. So if you know that's a child of, oh, hell no, you're not going to be talking to Oyano kind of way. None of her children. She'll get you. She'll eat you. Like quick. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a child of Chango. I'm like, Chango, you know, no, no, we're not doing that with Chango's children. Yeah, my, yeah, she's not nurturing all the time, by the way. She'll eat you for her kids. So, and if you don't have Arisha, so you think you got Obatala, he covers. So I think that's one of the best takeaways that I've gotten from this conversation. For priests, I really, really do hope that we can work on improving our delivery with younger people. Are they going to mess up? Absolutely. Are you going to see it? Yep. Must you belittle them? Nope. And what gives you the right to mistreat them? Because I know that if Arisha was next to me, they wouldn't talk to me that way, even if I screwed up. They would say, I would ask that. Please. We have accountability. Hold each other accountable self. I don't see that happening, honestly. And we we can argue about this all day long. But I have seen bad behavior from priests to their youngers, to their spouses, to their children, to other people, and their other priests will not hold them accountable. I don't see this happening. I'm a part of the new generation. Too. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't see, see this happening. I'm going to say something. I'm going to whisper in your That wasn't cool. That's not something that should have been. I know, but the thing is, many of the older priests, you cannot say those things to them. They'll punish you. Here's the thing. If I'm telling an older priest, you made me uncomfortable by doing that, I just want to let you. Oh, no. In some houses, that's not allowed. So that's why I'm saying. Some people need to realize that they're human. I understand. And you are hurting I understand that. but some Here's people, that's not it. It's, I'm an elder, you don't question, I get to do, you shut up and you take it. And this, I think, what you said earlier, so I've been taking notes, because, you know, you're here to teach me, is that we we're could drive, how about we're teaching each other? Okay, I'll take it. Um, yeah. Our behavior could be pushing others away. I know many priests right now, as we are talking, who refuse to deal with other priests and they only pay somebody once a year for their anniversary to come and throw obi and that's Mm -hmm. it. They don't want to deal with other priests. We have screwed it up for them. 
And we, I'm adding us into the pool of priests because I think as priests, we need to get better. You know, my mother used to say, twice the child once at a time. Can you repeat that? My mother used to say, twice a child once an adult. You are a child when you're an infant and a child when you're, when you're first born and you're growing. Then you grow to be an adult. As you get older, you tend to start doing the things that children do. Oh, I the see. The part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. And I think a lot of priests have started to do that. And they missed the point where the growth took them to a certain point. They lost along the way. I agree. And, and I agree. if your feelings are so easily hurt by somebody saying that made me uncomfortable. And we are talking about fostering relationships with people where they're supposed to be open and honest with us as their godparents, as their elders, but they can't tell us that they're uncomfortable with something we said. We need to go back to the drawing board. We're doing this wrong. Or throw the whole manuscript away. Or I know this for a fact is that you could tell them this does not feel right. And they'll go, oh, well, that's the way it is. But see, the beauty is with two candles, two cocos, and a derecho, two plates, you too can get rid of that person. You don't have to stay and be abused. Correct. And I have heard horror stories about people saying, oh, I'll curse you. The Arisha will uh, abuse you and they'll take everything from you. The Arisha's Arisha's love and they will never allow us to stay and be abused. Correct. That's not what we're here for. That's not what they want. No, they don't. And this can go into a whole new topic. Um, But I really just want us to get the following. Two things. Two things from this podcast. Thing number one. For new people, we're talking alejos. Those are my greeny green greens. My aborishas, you may have gotten something something from somebody, something meaning elekes, warriors, something spiritual, but you don't have a godparent anymore. You still do. You're still an aborisha. You are my younger ones who are the newer generation that's coming up, right? To you guys, when dealing with someone, there are many red flags we want you to look at. And we absolutely push you to do your due diligence to investigate a little more, to study a little bit more. You may not know what is in initiation, but now you know that there's no way you're going to be on social media from the mat, meaning from getting initiated. So that is now another thing that you can put in your arsenal against, you know, somebody. Another thing, and this is, something I really want you all to know. If you get a message from somebody, Baba, long African name here, and they send you pictures of spiritual work that they have done for other people, please run away from this individual. Oh my God, please run away. Run, 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 Forrest, run. That's that's what I want to see. I want to see the smoke coming out of your sneakers. Because you have the same problem, just a thousand dollars less in your bank. There you go. It's going to be slightly different, but oh boy. So um, be on the lookout for that. And we wanted to share with you something else to put in your arsenal so that you can look out for what's fake or poser. I still haven't decided on the title yet, but there. 
other thing that we would like you to know, and Richard, of course, you can add to this, is for priests, our behavior, how we respond to things is important. It will make a difference. Something that you said to a priest 15 years ago, depending on how it was said or what was done, it could be something they remember for good or for bad 15 years later. And if you mess up, ask Orisha to help you be open to hearing that feedback and to making a change for it. It all starts with us. What would you like to add to that? I would add, ask some questions. Where were you from? Who was your godparent? You know, ask those questions. What's your lineage? Go places with them. If there's a drumming that they're going to, go with them. Ask them, can you attend? Because when you watch how they interact with other priests, you tend to see what's what and who's who. I'll add to something you know, to this. Don't 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 okay. finish your statement. Don't finish it just yet. Into okay. that, also try to go attend those events and hang out with them before and after the events are over, because then you're going to see things after they have put on their good behavior mask after they taken that mask yes. off. Okay, continue. Yes, when the beautiful mask comes off and the day talking about the people that were in there. <laughs> Here you go. Um. You know, you can ask a lot. That first reading does not make somebody your doctor. Come I don't on. care if the reader says Thank you, you are promised to Ocho <sighs> and you need a Lakeys and Warriors and Olokun tomorrow. You don't have to get it from them. Correct. We don't solicit godchildren. Correct. Oh, my God. This is so good. Like if, if, and that's a red flag. If somebody is collecting godchildren like Pokemon, run. Because you're not going to get the attention that you need. If you are one person in a delay of 250, I'll even go down to 50. How much attention are you going to get to help you in your journey as the new person? Correct. Why can't they interact with their godchildren? If there's an event and you see a well-oiled machine and each person has a job and each person is doing it and they're all respectful of each other and it's a well-working delay, that's the delay to go to. Correct. I agree with this. Seeing it in action. But, but if you again, come in in the doctor, again, remember, you show up before and after everything is done and do it often till the point that they're very comfortable with you where they take this good behavior mask off. If you can deal with everything you see after that, you're golden. Yes. And a lot of people have to understand some things you can talk about without getting got. Correct. Because the foundation to this is your ancestors. So if they have skipped past discussing where are you at with your ancestors and went straight to you need a ladies and warriors. That's a problem. Correct. Usually, usually I, I just had a conversation with someone this week, actually this week we had a conversation and I reached out to him because he sent me a message and the message gave me red flags. And the message was that he, was because you know that we have Alejo's 101. It's a program that we have at seven weeks, blah, blah, blah. And there's a price tag to it. And he said, I would love to take your class, but I can't. I just paid for my first reading and a bow. And I'm like, wait, how much was it? It was 500 bucks. And I'm like, oh, like, it just freaked me out. Like, what? 
So in that first reading, uh, he was already uh, preparing to receive the hand of Ifa to go into Ifa and to initiate into Ifa. I'm like, oh, wait, how does that happen? Wait. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? And that's another thing because some of these people, because they don't know how it works. Exactly. And they really should be like, they, they just, oh, this old dude says you're promised to be a, 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 the best. Uh, Baba Lawa, all Orisha there is, and you must go now. Yeah, now so when? Today for, no. for $1,999 today, we'll we will it. make you... It's such a deal yeah. because we have to. But see, that's the thing. You do not know that as a brand new person. So you are going to think that the divine will not mess you up. And it's not the divine, it's a personal thing. So in the beginning, I, I speak a lot about what my first readings were like. My first readings, I feel so sorry for him. I'm going to send him a copy of this interview so he could laugh. I would be like, Baba, I have this question, Baba. And when am I going to know what Arisha I am? Baba. And what I mean, oh my God, that poor man, that poor, poor man. <laughs> and he would tell me one thing at a time. You have to be patient. We have to fix you first. The first Ebo I had to do, I remember, was a rogation. I didn't know what that was. The second, something had to be done. I had to take baths. And then my son as well. I was a single mom at that point. And so I had to deal with that. Then um, I had to do some other Ebo's because there were some unwanted visitors in my home of the ghostly type. <laughs> they had to go. I understand. They had to go. And so that had to be worked. And that didn't, it was several tries before it even worked. And it didn't work right away either. So mind you, I still don't know what Arisha I am. And then the warriors came in to protect my door, but it wasn't a whole thing of me coming because this was through a babalao. So I didn't have to be, you know what I mean? Like his goddaughter. He was more like, I need to give you this. It was a good, 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 understanding, although I still called him my godfather for a long, long time. And even then I was begging, I was begging to find out who my head of Risha was. He's like, nope, it's not time. But I'm ready. Nope. Mm -mm. You're supposed to, and I'm like, what about Alekas? Nope. You're going to have to meet somebody and uh, no, no, no. So no, they, everything has a procedure and the way that it goes here is when you go start brand new there's only two types of readings reading number one is a general reading especially for new people who don't know anything about anything that would be a general reading number two you have an issue or a question I'll say issue slash question and that would go also into who my head Arisha is. Should I marry this person? There's this job. I need a job. I need a baby. Um, I have a problem. I have an issue. I need this to be, this area to be taken a look at. Two issues. So the answers that you're going to get, even if it's the same Odo, is going to be very different. But and I will say this. If your godparents cannot read the show, the they should be able to take you to somebody Correct. that can. Correct. Yeah, that's not a thing. So, not a thing. So I, I totally so, agree with this. I'm, it bothers me to hear, oh, my godmother read me, and then she said I'm going to be a child of this and that. Oh, you got a telephone reading? No, you went to the Bible lab? No, she gave me a spiritual reading. What? No. Yeah. So, no, that's not how that works. No. So I think for new people, I think the advice, I know this is kind of long-winded, is you have to know how our process works before you jump in. And I think that that's what's important. 
So in the beginning, if they're telling you, in the beginning, they could tell you you're marked for OCHA. That doesn't mean you're going to make it right now. And that doesn't mean you're going to make it with them. It just says you're marked. This is where, that's, this is a road you could take. It doesn't mean you're going to take it. They, if they start to actually see the red flag, they will see the difference between the Santero and the Santero. Yeah. There is a difference. Every time you see something that's not right, every time you see behavior that's not right, that Here's another tip that I would like to give to all of my new people, including Aborishas, okay? Pray with whatever you have. If you only have a boveda, pray there. If you don't and you just have a little area for your ancestors, pray there. Pray that your mind is open enough so that you're able to see. The reason why I said that is because what he said, you will not see if you're not ready to see. And you'll be eaten alive. But if you're open, you're open. I will add to this. Your ancestors have never left your side. Even if you don't have an altar for them, you know grandma's name, you know Titi's name, you know somebody that you love that has had soul. And that's that moment where you say, Ever in my bloodline is watching over me, I need guidance. There you go. I like that. Please help me. Take me to the person that I need to be with that can guide me along the journey. I like All it. the rest will align itself. And the best part is, we came in with an Ori. Talk to your Ori. Ori, I need to get in line with my destiny. Get so in order there. for me to get my destiny, I need us to work hand in hand. Correct. I love it. And I think it's it's solid advice. It's solid advice. I'm still actually trying to wrap my hand around something that a priestess told me. She said, you realize that everybody comes here with a crown already. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you mean the crown or Risha crown? She goes, no, 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 no. You come here with a crown already. You come in with your head with a crown I'm still swallowing that I'm still haven't quite (laughs) processed that which means is that you are already divine you just kind of lost your weight your way and you need to find it because you are already a divine being you just need to find your way it's so funny because we've forgotten it in a subtle way because everybody always says I want to be treated like an oracle you are so in, in, innately, we know that we're born, but we forgot how to live it and walk. Correct. And, and how to most of Correct. And, and that's why I'm, like I said, I'm still chewing on that one. I really am. Because as new people, I think as people all together, we tend to look at others for what they have achieved and I I heard this somewhere. I love listening to motivation videos, but it's the way that it's explained. When you're looking at somebody's middle, you're looking at them as that's their step one and that should be your next step. But you don't see that they've been in the tradition for 30 years. They've been initiated for 15, but 15 of those years, they were lost. You don't see that. You don't see their journey. You need to walk yours. And you need to honor that crown that you have on your head 
You need to talk to others as though Orisha is sitting on their head right now. And you need to respect others because they are a manifestation of God himself. And I think that this is what we, uh, Richard and I, had talked about bringing out. And we dissected it with fun stories and um, real stuff, unfortunately. And we really do hope that this episode is able to help others. Now, before we go, first of all, I would like to thank Richard for your time. This has been a lot of fun. This is why I told you this is going to be a conversation. I don't know how long long it's going to last. (laughs) It definitely has been. And I appreciate so much for having the platform, for inviting me on to discuss this issue. And I I can tell you now, I was in the rail for twice that March. I was in the car with my daughter and I had phone to stuff for her speaker playing you back. That's how long I've been. <laughs> so I appreciate you because you helped me to navigate where I probably could have ended up. See, now I'm going to have to I, hug I, you when I see you. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Because this I, is ridiculous at this point. Us not me. You are sick. <laughs> You're so funny. You know, that's right. Yeah, the next time you come to Jersey, I come to North Carolina. We are going to eat. Done. Consider it done. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have one question that I love to ask all of my guests. If uh-huh. there was a vision on how the world would be or could be, what would that look like for you? For the world or the ocean? You could take it any way you want. Okay. Um, honestly, I love the world. If there was a vision for me, we would have three different councils that all watch over each other, sanction each other, and hold each other accountable. So that way, a lot of the mess that we're seeing in the vision wouldn't exist, and people can come in and immediately get to, to get started on their journey without getting lost, fluffed, and messed, and the, the fakers, and all of that. I wish we could literally give people the open door to their journey and to achieving their goal. That's, that's my, if, I, if the world be the perfect way I want it. That is one Big dream. I know some people have started to do that. I know Shungere Ibae, he was one who wanted to do something similar. And people were like, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to be in my business. The answer is no. And a lot of houses said no. He wanted to do it. Yeah, he wanted to do a council. I don't know what the council was called. And frankly, please don't say that word again. That word gives me the heebie-jeebies and it makes me want to vomit. I got my reasons. But... I get what you're saying, like a sense of uh, global accountability, right? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was tried. They tried to do it before. Um, it just didn't quite work out. People did not want to do that because they wanted to uh, remain anonymous in their own houses. And 
didn't quite go through. I love the idea though. And um, again, the challenge with that, I think again, will be the ego trips of council members. And I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. And it's not pretty. So I love it yes, though. We would, so honestly, the easiest way to do it, and I, I just, and yes, this is me baptizing. But if we had elders from each lineage, and it wasn't just an elder, it was a newer priest as well that comes with a fresh view. So it's the old and the young merging together. So that way, and it, it, it's in the bylaws. There is no knocking of ideas, only discussion. I like and it. And understand it. Because there's, there was many things I didn't understand. Like, I was like, well, why do we do that? Where did they come from? That's the elder's job to explain it. I like that. I think doing so, something like that globally might not be far off. And again, I think it might have to deal with working with other organizations and um, pulling that together. It might not be unfeasible. But like I said, that is your vision. I like it. I mean, God knows we have enough OSHA police out here. There we go. So you could do that, and, and that way they could police them. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about them. All right. Where can folks <laughs> find you online? Okay. So everyone can find me online on Facebook under Richard Evans, um, or you can email me at Baba Ade Jamoke, that's B-A-B-A-A-D-E. J-U-M-O-K-E at gmail.com. Um, soon there will be an Instagram up with the same name um, with my work. You know, I've kind of been shy about sharing that, but I'm coming out of my shell, especially with the dolls. So, and everybody's like, you got to show it, you got to show it. So I am going to start showing my work on Instagram and on Facebook. If you need to reach out, I love it. Anybody can hit me up on Facebook. I am friendly as long as Everything is sympathetic and it's not no weirdness. Sometimes people can say, you, I, I had a spirit that walked through my window at two in the morning and it said to jump out the window with it and I, I need some help. And I, that's not my domain. <laughs> I, I can't do, I'm not uh, text message reading. No, that's not me. Um, but no, everybody is welcome. You know, I, I have, I'm an open book with an open door. And if I can, you know, speak to you, help you, I will do with love. Um, if you bring the crazy, I'm going to love you on the way out the door. That's funny. I will tell everybody in, that is listening, I will put this information into the show notes. And when he does decide to do Instagram, which he could do it, it takes like 10 minutes. So I don't know what the holdup is. I will be sure to, to add that as well. Started. Just saying, it takes like five minutes, really. Okay. Here's the thing. It's coming up with the right name. That's been the struggle. You can totally change the name. That's still an excuse. Don't worry, community. I will deal with him after this. We'll get that. Oh, uh, see, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Help. Help. But honestly, <laughs> I wanted to thank you for coming on, and I do appreciate you ever so much. I mean it. Well, thank you. And I would just ask that anybody who listens to this, no matter what, I understand that my former God child has I'm so sorry, but you're going in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, it's when, when I tend to, when I get kind of emotional, I lower my voice. 
Oh, sorry. I just want to say, whoever's listening, and I just want everybody to know, he may be my ex-godchild, but he's human, and he's going to. And I would just say, everybody, to just pray he makes it through this faith, no matter what tradition he ends up in, no matter how he gets there. I would just ask that y'all pray that he gets there healthy, physically fit, and mentally right. Because we all deserve it. We deserve happiness. Thank you for that. So, Thank yeah. you. I do have love for him. I know I you do. I know. All right. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash the number 82. 82. Remember that this episode was brought to you by the Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this quiz to find out what is your journey type and get ready to learn and enjoy your spiritual journey. Just to get there, easy peasy. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and that's O-M-I-L-E-T-I and take the quiz. A couple of quick announcements Remember, if you still want merch, again, go to that same link. If you are interested in the Alejo's Guide to God Parents, go do that. It's all in the same link. It's like all in one place. And I am going to be working on more Orisha swag. And I totally forgot to update the listings on Etsy, but I will do that. And remember, that is Orisha art that is made by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshipers of the world. Have you found value in what we do and the content that we create? Check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. And I'm sorry it has the word Iya because I'm not an Iya and I don't want people to get offended, but I couldn't change the link. But there's where you'll find it. You will have access to podcasts before they are published and other perks. There is exclusive content and other fun things that come out of there. Only if you can and you would like to support, go to patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. Did you like this episode? The best thing to do is to share it. Share it with somebody. This is a good coffee date that you guys can pause it and discuss. This is going to be a really, really good one. Share this podcast. And if you have a couple of minutes to spare, go to iTunes and give us a review. It really helps to keep us in the map. And of course, if you're in YouTube, because this episode will go into YouTube, subscribe. Like it first, subscribe, and click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next episode where we are going to discuss Ori. There's an aspect about Ori that has come up, and I think we're ready. I think we're ready. And on top of that, we're also going to respond to other Ask a Priest episodes and the order of these might be flip floppy but we definitely need to get more of the ask a priest episodes in there and if you need to do that go to orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest no dashes in between until next time may the elevated ancestors and all orisha bless you immensely odabo
Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.